I'm Sam. I'm here with Kyle McCarley and Chris Niosi. So tell me, Mob Psycho has countless expressions that constantly shift from simplistic to absurdly detailed. What's it like working with a show with such a unique aesthetic? Me. <laughs> Throwing that one to me first? Okay. Uh, I think it's pretty cool that the that the art style in this show kind of jumps around from like it can be it can be really super detailed and then it can go like just raw, sketchy, fun stuff. And and I think that's that's pretty cool. Like I, I kinda I like that art style almost more than the stuff that's hyper realistic. I like yeah. I like the aesthetic of, of mob. But it does jump around a lot. There's there's really wacky, absurd, fun stuff mixed in with the simplistic, and it's it's fun. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, uh, I'm a huge fan of Studio Bones. I love a lot of their work. I've been watching uh, My Hero Academia as of late as well, another great show. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, what I, I love, Mob has this very striking, like it's, it's based directly on one, the creator, uh, his artwork, like this isn't like with One Punch Man where he has another artist doing like the super cool looking version of it. This is just straight up like based on his kind of art. Um, and, uh, and I love how like insane it gets, like, especially cause also my character is massively like, he's a very animated individual, even though he is also an animated character. Um, and, uh, so it's, it's also challenging just because of how like literally all over the screen he tends to be at any given <laughs> shot. Uh, but I, I'm a big animation buff. So, uh, so like having a really unique looking show like this and being part of it is really special. So what's the best method of acting for this type of style? Mm. Oh, that's a very different question for, <laughs> for our two characters. Yeah. Uh, because Mob is so, so quiet and reserved like 99% of the time. Um, and even when he gets to 100%, he doesn't really get all that boisterous. I mean, there, is, there, is, there are one or two moments where he gets a little bit screamy. But, uh, but other than that, um, like there's, there's not a whole lot of, uh, preparation that necessarily needs to be done. Not a whole lot of vocal warm up. It's, it's a little, it's a little bit higher pitched than my normal speaking voice, but, uh, but I don't have to, you know, go gargle the, the Chinese throat syrups yeah. or anything like that. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I had eight and a half hours of recording on, not in a row, but like total for just episode one because Reagan had just so many lines. Mm. So yeah, a, a lot of Ninjum Pipakwa or Hulk juice as we call it in LA sometimes. Uh, this magical Chinese cough syrup that just makes your throat better certainly helps in the physical side. Uh, in terms of just like influence, like we were, we were doing the panel yesterday and we were joking about our, our uh, voice director, Chris Kaysen, was kind of poking fun as if like Mob's voice is almost like Michael Jackson-esque yeah. a little bit. And then I realized for myself uh, that I'm like, oh, I'm just like channeling all of my off the wall, like Jim Carrey, 90s movie impressions, like kind of like, well, of course you don't understand, Molly, you know, that kind of thing. And that was, and I wasn't even thinking that, but it was seeping through and I'm like, oh, I, I see now. So, um, and anime in general is, um, 
I, 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 for myself anyway, I think that doing homework is good. We both watched the show in Japanese before we started recording, um, which not everybody always has the time or sometimes patience to do with or every single show. Sometimes. Some, some shows, it's not even out yet, yeah. the, the Japanese version, so we can't watch it. So when we do get the chance and we have the time, it yeah, that helps yeah. a lot. Yeah. You were saying, sorry, I cut oh, you no, off. Okay. Yeah, well, no, he's actually even, especially lately with like the advent of like broadcast dubs or simul dubs, uh, yeah, there isn't a lot of opportunity. You just go in cold. But uh, thankfully, because this aired, uh, I think about half a year before we started recording the dub, uh, we were able to watch it and, and uh, you know, get a good sense of like, okay, where are our characters going in these 12 episodes we have to play with? And I think that actually did help with allowing us to like kind of, you know, really like do the best job we could possibly do with, with the whole story. So, yeah. Now that she said it, I can see the Jim Carrey. Right? <laughs> I can see Literally, it. I, I, I went, actually, I went in to record one day, and I saw uh, another actor I hadn't, I hadn't seen in a while, and we were joking, and he was like, oh, what are you up to today? And I'm like, oh, doing some, I, I'm doing Jim Carrey as an anime character. And he was like, oh, sounds like a really nice, relaxing, easy session. And I'm like, oh, you, you bet. I'm going to die. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm over here. Um. Okay. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> you have it easy. No, actually, that's not true. But Kyle actually doesn't have it easy because a character like Mob is actually quite challenging to like play in a way that is interesting. Because like sometimes you get those kind of I don't want to say monotone, but like you know affected sort of characters like that. But Kyle did an awesome job on him, and he's, he's so just, precious. He's just innocent, you know. He's like he is pure childhood innocence, and and it's kind of fun watching him uh kind of develop and and like st have that struggle with well spoilers i don't want to go into too much but you <laughs> with know his powers with his powers and everything that's, that's yeah that's part of the premise yeah. right that's yeah, yeah. sorry that's okay. <laughs> on with your next question sorry <laughs> that's okay so i think you guys both know that your dynamic and show is fun and really really entertaining so what's your relationship like outside of the show and has it impacted your performance or vice versa? Well, it was funny. So we we were in a video game together. I think I did we I did that like within the first year I was living in LA. Uh, and uh, I saw so I knew your name from that specifically and then we ran into each other on a callback for another anime. Literally just passing each other yeah. in the hallway and said, "Oh, hey, how's it going?" I was like, "Oh, hey, you yeah. were in so and so and such thing." I was like, "Yeah." And then I think actually that first week when I was just like like all week I was doing episode one, those eight hours spread across like Monday through the Thanksgiving week it was, it was about a year ago. Uh, I think you came into the like restroom and we were finally talking a little bit yeah. more. And then just like also kind of around by happenstance, we just happened to be like seeing each other a lot more at other things and then got to know each other. And now, but, and now we're like brothers, but closer. <laughs> <laughs> but that was, that was, that was probably the first time we had a conversation. We had already started recording. I yeah. think, I think I may have already finished the first episode and, and so we really didn't know each other very well uh, by the time, even by the time we finished yeah. recording the the whole show. Yeah. Um, but we've, you know, we've we've gotten to know each other because of it, and yeah, we. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we we have a lot of <laughs> it's, it's it's funny too because also like I mean we a lot of us do a lot of the same shows and you know because we work for a lot of the same companies and clients and things so like a lot of even like other people in the cast we know Eric Kimmerer. Uh, Mike Sorich, we've worked with. He's also directs a lot of stuff too. Uh, Max Middleman, who's in everything ever in existence right now. <laughs> um, a, lot, a lot of folks, and, and then like people from other shows and games we've worked on. Like 
we all like, let's get coffee or let's go do this thing. Or, Hey, you want to hang out after session today or whatever? Like, you know, and we all, we're all, we're all pretty chummy except when we secretly hit each other. <laughs> Not really. Yeah. <laughs> no. I'm sure that makes like sessions really relaxing too, right? It takes like the edge off if you're not really feeling like working that day or. Well, see, uh, man, I wish there was a universe where like it was easy for us to dub anime together because like they do that in Japan. Uh, we can't because it's too difficult to do that. And even not just scheduling, but just like technically it's too difficult to dub at the same time. Some people have tried it. I don't think it worked out very well. Uh, but like when I'm recording and like I hear if somebody's already recorded for me, it's like, oh, it's so-and-so. Hey, it's my buddy. And like, oh, that's cool. You know, or like I'll even be, I'm nosy. And I'll be like, who's playing da-da-da, my dad? And they're just like, Chris, I don't, they're not even cast yet. Shut up. Like just do your line. <laughs> so, but we're, yeah, we're all, we're all, we're all cool with each other and stuff. So the show can be really funny. But of course, it has its serious and intense moments. How have you managed to act both ways while trying to stay true to your characters? I uh, yeah. So I I think um, when when the auditions for this show came around, uh, I could tell from the art style. I was like, oh, this looks like this looks a lot like One Punch Man. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't know anything about it prior to that, but uh, you know, I watched the first episode and I was like, oh, it's silly, it's goofy, it's fun, just like One Punch Man. This is gonna be great. And then, and then we got into recording and, or, or, well, when I got cast, I got to watch, I, I got the chance to watch it all. And I went, oh, there's actually, there's some depth to this show too, which makes it even better in my opinion than, than One Punch Man. Yeah. And so, uh, so that, I, I think that's, that's really cool. Um, it, the, the question was, what's it like to act? Sorry, <laughs> along those lines, I went on a tangent. It, how do you, yeah, how do you manage to go from the fun and silly moments, but then to the, the the deep and the when it gets really like personal or, I think it's ultimately just putting yourself in in that character's shoes. I mean the the comedy, the comedy kind of comes easy. I feel like yeah. uh, at least if you've got that that comic, you know that comic bone, whatever it is that yeah. that that comedic <laughs> that comedic timing thing, which I feel like it'd be really tough to do anime do do dubbing if you don't have comedic to to the the ability to, to yeah, do certainly. timing yeah. um so uh so i think like that that part comes easy and then and then just bouncing to the to the more serious moments is all about just being in the shoes of the character and understanding what they're experiencing and i think that that goes for the comedy as well if you're if you're in the mind of the character and and understanding where they're coming from what their life experiences are and what they're going through uh, I think the comedy just happens on its own too. Yeah. I, uh, I, I tell a lie because even though like the, the the screaming and yelling and ridiculousness of Reagan was was definitely challenging. It, it also I felt really comfortable in this character. It, I, I keep joking all the time about how like, I almost feel like the fact that I got cast as him was kind of a fluke because I play a lot of these kind of guys and a lot of other anime. And I don't even think that I'm, I'm particularly like good at those kind of guys. So, but Reagan was like, oh, this is just me. <laughs> it's like, I'm just, it's just me and pure dialed up to 11 being ridiculous. And so it felt very comfortable. And then because of that, especially because our, our director, Chris Kaysen was so collaborative and we were given a lot of freedom by Crunchyroll and, and by Bang Zoom as well. And then Mike McFarlane from Funimation did some awesome scripts. You know, it was, it was a really good setup that lent itself to just like, oh, we can like, play with this and have fun and like really like put a lot of effort and and like make this as good as we can possibly make it. And I think the fact that like also 
the casting for all all the characters uh, I think was very well put together, and uh, and I think that everybody was was pretty like, hey, yeah, I I re- I relate to this insane person who had, may or may not have psychic powers. Uh, so it was just did, I, did that answer the question at all? I hope I don't know. <laughs> Did in a way. Yeah, good. So that. finally, what's been your absolute favorite moment from the show? Okay, my favorite moment is uh, I think it's in episode two, maybe maybe episode three. I can't remember. It's uh, Mob is revealing to the telepathy club his psychic powers for the first time because they're all like, "You don't have psychic powers." So then he lifts up all of the, the spins them around the room, and they're all like, "What?" <laughs> and then there's the the one weight that's just floating above his hand, and he says, so is that enough? Do you believe me now? And then he lets it drop into his hand and goes, whoa, that's heavy. <laughs> that's my favorite moment. <laughs> um, I, oh, man. A favorite funny moment for me. Uh, oh, God. There's, uh, don't make me choose. No, okay. I like the – I think it's the second episode. Oh, it, yeah, that was the third one you were talking about. Episode two – was before when he's meeting the telepathy club, but also we go to another school on an investigative job and we dress up as girls. Oh, and yeah. funny story, so Kaysen originally wanted me to do this like falsetto, like I am a girl kind of voice for when Reagan was, was having the skirt on and everything. I, my voice was so shot from basically having like three Thanksgivings in a row and all the, the Hulk juice in the world couldn't save it. So I couldn't do the <laughs> thing at all. So I was like, Casey, can I try something else? Like, okay. So I just did this like, um, excuse me, uh, we're on a class. I'm just a girl that goes to school here. Yeah. And then he does the noises with his mouth <laughs> flapping open. That was fun. Uh, and also as far as like a dramatic moment, we were talking about this on the panel yesterday. The second to last episode where um, some very dramatic stuff is happening and there's clutching and like, listen to me, I'm trying to help kind of thing. And then and then so without giving too much away, there's a flashback where they meet for the first time. And despite the fact that Reagan is a very like megalomaniacal, that, that's a word, uh, <laughs> megaloman, he's an egotist and a, and a manipulator. There we go. Uh, he really, really genuinely cares about Mob a lot. Um, and that, I feel like, like that first scene of them meeting when mom's like a little itty bitty kiddo, uh, really like says everything about their relationship and then it leads very nicely into the finale. Um, so that, and I, I loved getting to do that. That was, we worked, we worked really hard on that sequence in particular. Do you have a favorite like serious moment, Kyle? I don't want to spoil anything, but there's, there's some really good development between mob and Ritsu. Yeah. Um, and the, the moment that you're talking about with Reagan is pretty, I think, very important to yeah. the development of the story as well. But there's, there's some really good stuff with Mob and Ritsu that happens late in the show that yeah. I, that I really like as well. I don't want to, I don't want to get, I don't want to get any more specific yeah, than that. No, there, there's, there's, there's tears throughout, throughout, uh, also some really good fight. I, oh, I, this, okay, this is the middle point. There's the, the fight scene between you and, uh, the hoodie guy from Claw, I can't remember his yeah. name. There's a, there's a really, really like gorgeously animated, like just kick-ass fight scene, like the, like the middle half of the show. I won't, I won't give context in the story, but that's a thing to look forward to in case you haven't seen it already, but you know. <laughs> and why haven't you? Why are you watching this if you haven't already? <laughs> Mob Psycho 100, Blu-ray and DVD available for purchase on December 5th. Do it. Do it. It's an excellent decision. Yes. Ah, <laughs> I did your thing. You guys are amazing. Thank you. (laughs) 
Thank you so much for your time. For more interviews like this, go to comicsverse.com. I'm Sam, and you're watching Comics First.